good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. I hope you guys are having a blessed day, giving honor to the Most High Yah. So this is going to be weird, but not really. Um, So y'all know last year in 2020, I said I was going to do black history all year. And I meant what I said because I wanted to highlight the contributions that black people have made to this country and how pretty much everything that you see was created by us because we are a genius people. Some of us haven't tapped into our genius, including myself. I'm trying to figure it out. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, it took me a while to get back to um, doing my podcast because I had so much going on and I had to move and it's just a lot going on in my life. But now that I have just a little time, I wanted to get back to celebrating our black men and women and their contributions to this country and building this country um, all year long, not just a month, but all year long. Um, so today, um, uh, once again, I want to reveal my source, which is blackpast.org. I really like this um, website. It's really informative. And I understand that everything that people put on the internet, everything that people put in books, everything that is not 100% factual, but the, for the most part, they are doing the best they can with the information they have. So I get my information from books, from online and things like that. I'm just not saying that I'm just trying to get the information is out as best as I can. However, I implore you to do your research on the contribution of black people to this country. One of the things that inspired me to do it was this video that Tariq Nasheed posted of this white woman arguing with the cops. I guess she didn't have on the mask. I don't know what the backstory was. And she was, I, I'm, this is my country and I'm sick of this and I'm sick of that. And the CDC says this and the CIS, so it had to be about a mask. And then she got arrested. I just thought that was hilarious. And then I thought, you know, y'all so busy talking about what y'all did and what y'all didn't do. Like, I'm over it. Like, girl, like, <laughs> you got to go see the video. Check it out. Um, but today we're going to talk about Sam Samuel Raymond Scotland. Um, CA, I think that's California, 1843 to 1905. So, um, once again, I got this reference from blackpast.org. Samuel Scottron was an inventor of the late 1800s, best known for his invention of the curtain ride. It isn't clear if Scottron was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or New England in the years of 1841 or 1843. What is clear is that Scottron's family moved to New York in 1849. Scottron graduated from grammar school at the age of 14. He went to work for his father in 1863 during the Civil War, selling goods to the 3rd Infantry Regiment of the U.S. Colored Soldiers. Scottron moved to Florida in 1864, breaking from the family business and started a grocery store chain. Oh, come on now talking about pull yourself up by your bootstraps you better do it samuel with stores in gangsville jacksonville lakeville palataka and tallahassee damn 
That's awesome. He soon sold off his profits and relocated to Springfield, Massachusetts, and worked as a barber. After taking note of the difficulty his customers had trying to see the back of their heads, Scotcher created a dual adjustable mirror. On a standing pole, he obtained a patent for his first invention. <clears throat> the Scotran Mirror in March 1868. Moving back to New York City, Scotran became involved in race-related issues and local politics. He represented his community in the 1865 National Color Convention held in Syracuse, New York in 1872. Scotran formed the Cuban Anti-Slavery Society with abolitionist Reverend Henry Highland Garden. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, forgive me. Scotran graduated from Cooper Union with a degree in superior ability in algebra and engineering in 1875. He then obtained a patent for an adjustable window cornice in 1880 and became a traveling salesman for Croder, who manufactured Scotran's products. Scotran obtained patents for his cornice in 1883, a pole tip in 1886, a curtain rod in 1892, and a supporting bracket in 1893. Many of his inventions were not patented, but he still gained royalties for them. Scotran is also credited with inventing the leather hand strap device used for support when standing on trolley cars. He came up with the idea after traveling to San Francisco, California in the 18... Sorry, in Cal- he invented it when he came to San Francisco, California, period. In 1894, Scotchman perfected, perfected a way to make glass look like onyx, and four, and four large Connecticut firms manufactured these items. In 1894, Scotchman was appointed to the Brooklyn Board of Education and served as its only African-American member for the eight, next eight years. Scotchard spent 35 years writing on race relation matters for various newspapers and magazines. His articles can be found in the New York Age, the Boston Herald, and the Colored America. His final words were published in the New York African Society for Mutual Relief, 97th anniversary. 1905, Scotran founded the Society of the Sons of New York in 1884 and belonged to the Brooklyn Academy of Science and the Cooper Union Alum Society. He held membership in the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite, 33rd degree Mason, and was Grand Secretary General of its Supreme Council of the United States for several years. Scotran married Anna Marie Willett, and the couple had three daughters and three sons. Scotran's great-granddaughter was actress and singer Lena Horn. The family life has been documented by Horn's daughter, Gail Lamont Buckley. In the Horns, an American family, Samuel Raymond Scotran died of natural causes on October 14, 1908. That is an amazing story. That story is like incredibly amazing. Shout out to Scotran. That's not like you always want to tell us to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. And shout out to Lena Horn. That's what's up. All right. Uh, let's go to this one. And this is interesting. I wanted to look this up personally. So uh, 
that was a very interesting story. I hope you guys enjoyed that story. So, Louis Latimer. And I think I did one on him, but I, I just decided to do this a different way. But if I did, good. It's always good to know your information over and over again. So, Louis H. Latimer, 1848 to 1928. Inventor Louis H. Latimer was born in Chelsea, Massachusetts on September 4th, 1848. His parents were his parents were former slaves who escaped bondage and settled in Boston. Abolitionist William Lloyd Garrison and Frederick Douglass secured the necessary funds to obtain their freedom. After a stint in the Union Navy during the Civil War, Latimer worked as an office assistant in the patent law firm of Crosby and Gold. It was there that he taught himself drafting. He be quickly began to experiment with ideas for inventions. In 1874, Latimer received his first patent for improving the toilet paper on a passenger railroad car. In all, he was given eight patents. He is popularly known as the inventor who prepared drawings for Alexander Graham Bell's patent applications for the telephone. In my head, he invented the telephone, but we'll move on. He eventually worked on electric lights, became superintendent of the incandescent lamp department of the united states electric lighting company and supervised the installation of light for buildings in the united states and canada in 1890 lewis latimer published a book entitled incandescent lighting a practical description of the edison system he also served as chief drafts draftsman for general electric westinghouse board of patent control when it was established in 1896 some of the individuals who worked with Edison formed the Edison Pioneers in 1918 to preserve memories of their early days together and to honor Edison's genius and achievements. Latimer was a founder member of this group and he was the only African American among them. He died in Flushing, New York on December 11, 1928 at the age of 80. Shout out to Mr. Louis H. Latimer. His story was just very interesting to me. And even though that's only a smidgen of the story, um, I just wanted to get that out there. Like I said, I think I've done, um, I think I did, um, a podcast about him, but it doesn't hurt to do another one. Oh, uh, our next person who contribute to the amazing contributions to this country is Elijah McCoy, McCoy, 1843 to 1929. Let's see what you about Elijah. Elijah McCoy was one of two most prolific black inventors of the 19th century. The other was Granville T. Woods. I know I did a podcast on Granville. <clears throat> Elijah McCoy was born on May 2nd, 1843 in Colchester, Ontario, Canada to runaway slave parents who used the Underground Railroad to escape. Once the McCoy family settled in Canada, they were extremely poor. Nonetheless, they saved money for their sons to get an education. When McCoy was 15 years old, he was sent to a boarding school in Edinburgh, Scotland to study mechanical engineering. Imagine that. Imagine that. Oh my God, why do I feel emotional? 
his slave parents save the money to send their 15-year-old son to a boarding school in Scotland to study mechanical engineering. Come on, let's go. Once he returned to the United States, McCoy had a difficult time in finding a job because of his race, despite his numerous credentials. Credentials. He eventually settled for a menial job as a fireman for the Michigan Central Railroad, oiling the various working parts of the trains. These tasks were slow and boring for the certified mechanical engineer who began to wonder why the moving parts of the train couldn't oil themselves. From this, he became interested in the challenges of self-lubrication for machines and began to test various ideas for automatic lubrication. The Elijah McCoy Manufacturing Company opened in 1870 in Detroit. On July 2, 1872, McCoy had his first patent guaranteed invention, the lubricator cup. This device dropped continuous amounts of oil onto the moving part of the machine. The lubricator cup saved companies from losing time and money and frequently stopping machines to have them manually oiled. The invention, the invention also earned McCoy worldwide recognition and created a new phrase, the real McCoy. To describe any instrument or process that is flawless in quality and performance. McCoy refined his invention over the next 25 years, receiving 26 patents between 1872 and 1891 for updating and modifying the lubricator cup and other inventions. Elijah McCoy died in Detroit on October 10, 1929 at the age of 85. And thank you, Mr. Elijah McCoy. We appreciate your contribution. I'm still stuck at his slave parents save money to send him to college in Scotland. Like, yo, that's so dope to me. Like, that, that is so inspiring to me. Um, Yo, that's just, that's amazing. That's just amazing. It really is amazing. So, um, I hope those stories inspired you. Because so, sometimes we need some int- inspiration. It's so much crap going on in this world right now. And let society tell you, black folks, this ain't nothing. We don't do nothing. We need to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and get ourselves. Like, that's bullshit bullshit i have 24 examples of how black people pulled themselves up by their bootstrap bootstraps and y'all came in and massacred their towns from what they built from their own hands i have 24 i haven't even touched the surface of it because i have to get back to that segment of my podcasting also But I just wanted to give you something inspirational today because you wake up and every time you turn on the TV, you open the newspaper, you look at your phone, it's negative, 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 negative about our people and what's going on in this world. There was a time where people use their brain. Now, I'm not knocking people who do this, but 
wanting your kid to play basketball and football. No, we are geniuses by nature. It is a God-given talent. It really is. And we should be teaching our kids now to aspire for more because I'm reading the articles about what's going on in these schools and how they are intentionally going out our way to discourage our our young black kids, our young black and brown kids. So I wanted to give you guys some words of inspiration of people who actually did it. Again, his parents were former slaves and they, I know they worked their fingers to the bone and sent him to school in Scotland. Can you imagine the degrees this man had under his belt? The genius that he had? We have to all, including myself, tap into our genius. And that's why I do these podcasts because I'm trying to find my genius also. So I'm encouraging you to find yours. Yeah, it's scary and you don't want to fail. Sometimes you don't know what questions to ask. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to look up. I understand all that. I've experienced all that. I get it. But we have to keep inspiring each other, even through the bullshit. We have to find some spiritual positivity in this world. And sometimes we got to reach back into history and grab it and hold on to it. So once again, in this 24-hour period of the day, connect with your spirituality and your oneness with the Most High Yah and find that center. Give yourself an hour or two to shut it down. Shut off the phone. Shut off the TV. Pick up a book and read it. Say a prayer. Just be quiet. Listen to some jazz. But give yourself that moment to find your peace.